0: What is going on, good people? You are tuned into the fitness connection with Zach Williams. I'm your host, Zach Williams. And here today, I'm here to bring you information on how fitness can be related to just about anything in your life, whether it be sports, relationships, money, etc. My goal is to do one of the three things while on this podcast. I like to call the three E's. That is to educate, empower. To edify, I plan on having guests throughout as the channel grows, so just stay tuned, Uh, ask questions because uh, I'm coming from my own perspective as a person, you know, just not entering the fitness industry. So, if you have questions as well, I hope to answer them as as the years pass, so keep them in the comments. Um, Anything you want to ask me, keep it in there. So, other than that, let's get right into it. Okay, so who am I? Well, my name is uh, Zach Williams. I am from a small town outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Born in the 90s, 94, to be exact. I got both parents, mom and dad, got a little brother. Went to high school up out there. They came up to Murfreesboro around, that's uh, three hours away. Came up here for college. Graduated with my bachelor's in uh, exercise science from Middle Tennessee State University ever since then I've been working uh, as the exercise specialist for one of the largest car manufacturing companies in the uh, Northern America and that's how my journey begins so basically just been working there uh, do fitness related things with sports with older people you know the, Older adults so basically like uh, fitness personal training nutrition uh, health management things of that nature so why did I make this podcast so basically I made this podcast is a it's basically just for a goal just to to give back to other people you know maybe I have this, this podcast might be able to help you out whether it be anything in your life that's going on uh, personally. With you or with anybody else, maybe this podcast, you can use these tips in this podcast to better help you or your specific other or anybody else in your family or family and friends that you know of, and just to be able to go from there, just to uh, inspire people, educate them, empower them, and hopefully edify uh, anything that's going on in the currently to a uh, brighter future. So one of the things I want to talk about was how to thrive as an introverted instructor so if anybody didn't know uh, I am a group fitness instructor as well I have my group fitness this uh, certification and basically what I do is I teach uh, exercise classes which is crazy because I would you would call a, a an introvert so basically I'm I really don't talk a lot I'm pretty much chill don't say too much you know what I'm saying like staying in, you know, you know how introverts are, just, we just, to ourselves, basically, in a sense, not necessarily shy, just but more so, you know, just, just quiet in theory, you know, we're more thinkative, they are more talkative, so what most people think about group fitness ex- ex- instructors, they think they're, like, uh, I guess, in the truly the type, I think, I know that's what I thought of, like, people that's, like, you know, uh, Jane Founder, or, Billy the blanks, you know, those were what I, that, that's what I thought of, I thought I'd do group fitness instructor, so when I had to take my certification for my job to become a group fitness instructor, I was like, I'm going to be a, a group fitness instructor, I said, oh, hell no, I ain't no way I better do this, <laughs> I got to do what, I said, okay, we're going to see how this goes, it's going to be funny. So basically, uh, this podcast, part of it, I'm probably going to make a second version of part one and part two, but basically part one is going to be just how to, you know, how, how to thrive as an introvert straighter, all right? the tips that I've used to help me out uh, as I've been doing these classes. So these, they might help you as far as a strength class, they may just help you out in general where to be, you know, in social settings, talking to people. Uh, Or just being in crowds Being with large amounts of people So hopefully this podcast Helps you on that part So basically uh, How I got into it Was more so It was sort of an accident in a sense It was more so It was required by my job to get a certification So I was like okay Well let me get this one Because I think I, I had to do it for my job It was required So I had no choice so I was like, okay, well, let me get this one, try it out. So, I, I got it. Took me, uh, I think, just a couple months uh, to read over, go over the material, study forward. And then, once I did it, I was an instructor. So, after as an instructor, you know, you have to have your own classes. So, that means I had to, like, get people to come to my classes, which was uh, difficult to say, at least at first, because I'm already, you know, introvert. So, I got to tell people to come to my classes to come and, uh, and work out something. Let's let's see how this go. So starting out... uh, was a good starting out. I tell you that. I maybe had... Maybe one or two people. At the most. For like... At least had them in A couple months maybe. Or... Either a couple months or a long period of time of weeks. I know at least a month. I know that's for sure. But maybe... Just a couple, or maybe just more so, a couple of weeks. So, my history as far as group exercise classes, I've taken them in the past. I've taken yoga before. It was a good time. As far as any other group fitness class I've taken in the past before becoming instructor, nah, there's, there's not really anything that I've taken as a... That's maybe a teen or adolescent or in my early, early 20s, other than that, no, this will be my first time actually being in a class setting, so it was different because, you know, growing up, I always been, you know, I always enjoyed being in solitude, so that means, you know, reading books, studying, so I thought if you was an instructor, you know, you had just be like this, you know, this social butterfly, you gotta be like bounce across the walls, telling people what's up, you know, high-fiving, like, you know, all that, I'm just like, shoot, I don't know about y'all, but I don't think that's gonna work out for me, but, you know, I had to try it out, I had to try it out, you know, just just, just to see how it go, and to say the least, it's actually been pretty good, pretty good, but it's, it's, it's because of these, a uh, couple, couple of tips, couple of tips that I've been able to do. So one of the biggest things is is just knowing what you're going to present. That's probably one of the biggest things I have to say. Knowing what you're going to present, like, right beforehand. So, like, if you want one of those people that procrastinate, when, you, when, you make, uh, when you're making projects or whatever, and you, if you try and do a class like that, you procrastinate with it, I mean, there's a chance it would go pretty good if you procrastinate. You know, of course, we've done that before on tests and papers where we have, you know, procrastinate on it with the last minute. We do it and we get, you know, a decent grade. You know, like, okay, that's cool. But sometimes you procrastinate and you don't get a good grade. You might get an F. So the same thing might happen to the class. If you procrastinate, there's a good chance that you might not have a good one. And then the, the drawback to that is now, now we're not dealing with the test, we're dealing with actual people. So there's a chance that these people could actually get hurt too. So there's a chance that they could get hurt in your class, whether they be. Either they perform an exercise too strenuous, maybe they get too much of a weight that's that's not you know recommended for them. They go up too fast, or they do a certain exercise too quick. Like they might pull something, like maybe a calf strain, maybe a hamstring, or maybe they, they don't know how to how to feel the muscle necessarily. They might feel in their lower back versus their glutes. So just knowing. What you're going to present is important so a good tip i like to do is like i like to do at least the day a day or two before I'm, I'm i'm at least thinking about what i want to do at least just think about thinking about the process okay okay all right what do i want to do for the warm-up usually that's three to five minutes what i want to put in there What do i want the body of the workout to be so that's like you know if we're doing rounds if we're doing circuits what type of equipment that are we using? Are we using dumbbells? Are we using kettlebells? Are we using uh ropes? Are we using bands? Things of that nature and then the cool down. So are we are we using core exercises to cool down? What type of stretches are we doing? That's basically like how I like to think about the day or two before. That way, when it comes time for you to write the class, I already know what I want to do. And then from there it's just basically just filling the blank. it's just basically, okay, for the warm-up, I wanna do this. For the workout, I want to do this. For the uh, Cooler, I want to do this. So that's one of the one of the best things. So especially uh, when it comes to material, uh, knowing what type of music too is very important. I found that out. Some people don't like certain types of music, or they don't like, or they like the music. They, they just don't like it every time. Because sometimes it can't get repetitive. If they listen to the same song every time, and after a while they get like, "Okay, I'm tired of this shit. Can we <laughs> can we play something else?" Or oh, you might be on the aspect of I had this one class where I played some song I didn't know, but it had like it was a an expletive version, and it said something about you know bouncing that bouncing that ass or something. Man, everybody just looked at me. And I said, "Oh shit." I said, shoot, I'm sorry about that. Let me change the song. So, there's certain songs that you just, that's just not, I would deem appropriate in a class setting. Maybe on your own workout, of course, what you listen to, what you listen to. But as far as that class setting, it's not necessarily appropriate. So, you have to find, if you do have a song that has that in there, the best thing you can do is just get that song clean. Even if it has all the blanks and all the, you know, the, Switch the rules of the words and how they say it is better than the, the, the expletive. Just trust me, because you want to have that where they they saying some words in that song, and then you got people look at you crazy, and you're just like, I'm sorry, <laughs> and they don't care that you're sorry because they know you put that song on. So, so definitely the material, uh, definitely the music. I like to what I like to do is I like to have a couple of the same songs in rotation, but just switch things out each time I do a class. Like, maybe. For the warm-up I might play one song all the time but um throughout the workout in the middle part it, it might be different songs in there instead so that's what I like to do as well so I might have the sign song for the warm-up that way they have something to get accustomed to accustomed to and in the actual body of the workout it might be different songs or if, if it's a certain type of season you know I might have different songs like like how Halloween is coming up so it might be you know Michael Jackson Thriller, you know, or, uh, the, or another, another song. Michael Jackson Thriller, it could be, what's the, yeah, just, just, that could be an example, so I might put that on, and then, you know, it's the class, you got them singing along to it, they dancing along to it, now you have, you having fun, you guys are moving, so that's one of the best things to do, so just think about the material you're going to use, think about, what type of music you're gonna use, that really, really helps a lot. Uh, another thing is just not trying to pretend to be an extrovert. So not try to be fake, you know, fake, uh, you know, using your energy, because what what's gonna happen is if you try to fake being an extrovert, by towards the middle or end of the class, you're gonna use up all your energy, and then the class is gonna see how, how much energy has been sucked out of you. They can just, you know, people can tell. They can they can tell like, okay, you are acting normally how you normally act. You know what I'm saying? People can just feel that. So if you try to act a certain way, people can definitely tell. Like they can see, they can see that, okay, he's just really, you know, really off the wall. So they bouncing today. What's going on? So just, so don't, there's no need to pretend to be, you know, flashy or, or just to you know, just be, just be who you are, you know. You there you're there to be, you know, a guide, you know, to, you're there to be an instructor. You're not there to be, you know, an entertainer to show off, you know, how strong you are, how flexible you are, how loud you are. Your goal is, is for them. It's to help them, educate them, you know, empower them and and hopefully get these workouts to implement into their daily lives. So just be just to just be there as a guide is probably one of the best things. So don't try to be, you know, extremely introverted uh, just try to be you try to be you uh, just try to be helpful as when you can um, another good thing is to is use your intro introvertedness to your advantage so that could be uh, a lot of times in classes I notice a lot of times the instructors don't want you to talk the whole entire class like the whole class they don't want you talking from the warm-up to the middle of the workout, to the cool down. Like, if you talk in the whole forty-five, 30, you know, thirty-minute hour question, where one it is, they gonna get burnt out by you because they're gonna t- get tired of listening to you talk. So that's a good thing. So there's gonna be periods of time where you don't have to talk. You tell them, you know, a couple words. You'll be Like, okay, class, you know, we are gonna do glute bridges. Okay, I want you to put your heels on the ground, hips towards the ceiling. I want you to push through your heels. With those hips, I want you to square them up towards the ceiling, squeeze as hard as you can and keep that same contraction as you go down. See, that was a little bit too long. So, what you could say instead is, okay, class, we'll get ready. We're going to do glue bridges. Heels on, the, heels on the ground, hips towards the ceiling. Squeeze as hard as you can. Come back down nice and easy. See, that was a little bit better, a little bit quicker. So, now, you just say that and have them tune in to that, have them tune into themselves. They don't need to hear you anymore because they already know what to do. So that's where being quiet helps so as long as you are able to say the right the right words you don't have to necessarily talk a whole lot so that's one thing you may just have to practice on just saying the right words at the right time and make them as simple as you can that way it doesn't seem like you're just talking too too much because sometimes when you talk too much uh it confuses somebody you know especially if if you have a new person in your class if you're talking, do a simple exercise uh, a little too much, it might confuse them, and might throw them off. Cause now they are overthinking themselves. When all you need to do is just say, you know, one small sentence, and they were they gonna be just fine. So yeah, so just let that uh, let that quietness uh, help you on certain aspects. Cause some people actually like that calm and uh, teaching style. Some people just like, you know, they they may come to you, they may come to your class because of actually how of how calm you are and how the class is, you know they might like it that the fact that you don't are are actually talkative, actually loud because you know they may ha- they may be leaving from a job where they've been talking all day and really they just want now they just want to be able to work out, get a, get a nice sweat, have a couple laughs, and then that's it. So that's one of the one of the greatest things I found out that most of the time they don't even need you to talk a lot. They just want you to talk, you know, as much as need be. And just get got some laughs in, get uh get the blood pumping, get that adrenaline rushing, get that sweat going, get the heart rate up, have a good workout, and then other than that, they are a-okay. So another thing is a tip would be to be able to recognize and connect with everybody that comes through. So that's one of the hardest part for introverts is we don't we have a hard time. We we have a hard time. I would say connect with people, but it's when it's like a group of people, we're we're more so suited to to connect with people on an individual basis. So when it's a group of people, it's sort of hard for us to like get everybody each time, like remember everybody one time. But if you can remember one person each time in a certain aspect, it's gonna help you in the long run. So one way to do that is just by learning names. So if, if you can learn names, that's one of the best things to do. Like at least. At least know if if you got a, a pre class, at least know half of the people's names. So at least have half the people's names known that you know. You know, you know by heart when you see them. You know their names. You just say it all the time. And the other people, you just you know, you just bring them in sporadically because you won't be able to. If you got a class of you know twenty people, you're not going to learn all the names that day. But you can remember ten people, ten people's names that day, and then the rest of the people when you see them, you slowly you know start knowing his name and her name then you better know all the twin names so knowing names is is, is, a, is a good thing because it shows that you actually care about them you see them as an actual person rather than just hey buddy and hey pal and hey mitts if you can you know call them by their, you know, their name or even give them a nickname Some, sometimes if you give them a nickname that's even better as long as it's you know uh appropriate nickname you know nothing too off the wall but appropriate nickname that's even better because it creates a relationship that allows it allows both of you guys to feel comfortable because they feel comfortable coming to you and you feel comfortable coming to them and it's a win win for both people. So one of the uh, another tips is how to get the name. So of course when you first meet somebody, of course you introduce yourself, you know, say, Hey, how you doing? My name is Are you ask them what their name is. So some of the times one of the best things I found out is just find out you know like maybe something something that they like usually that's what i'll do i'll find out something that they like and connect it with the two so whether that be they might be a titans fan or they might like they might have uh, they might like sports they might like a certain type of music they might like a certain game a certain genre of movies you just find something to connect the dots with you just find the two Connect the dots because I found this one. This one lady that comes in my class, she loves uh, Jennifer Lopez. Like right, that's her thing. She just loves Jennifer Lopez. So anytime you know I have a Jennifer Lopez song, whatever, she she lights up, and then that's how I remember. You know, I remember how to you know be able to interact with her. Like I I have the song playing, she started start dancing to it, and she having a good time because you know she 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 knows that I know that she likes. Jennifer Lopez, and then I, I give her a song and throughout the workout, and now she's you know enjoying it as well. Yeah, so so do that. Uh, so what I would do is when that happens, call that name out in class. That's what that's going to help you remember and help them remember too. So you don't even know how, you don't even know, have to know who it is when you do it. You'll figure it out pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. So even if you don't. Even if you forget whose name, you might know the name, but you might, but you might forget the person. As long as you say in a group and you just say it without directly looking at everybody. If you look more so towards, if you look more so towards everybody rather than focus on one person, then you'll see, you know, you'll see somebody's head look over to you or somebody look up. Then you'll walk over to them, and then you know that's how you're rubbing them because you might have that chance. You might say somebody's name, but either. You look at the wrong person, or they're just not here entirely. I've had to have it to be a couple times. So doing that—that's one of the uh, one of the biggest keys. And another another big key I found out uh, as far as connecting with your class is look have periods of class where you where you are looking at them. Because one of the things about introverts, we don't necessarily like to be looked at by like a group of people. That's, uh, to us, that's a that's like a a, a social anxiety of a sorts. It's like a group of people. It's like, we just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, why are everybody looking at me? But when you're instructed, they all supposed to look at you. So what you can do is give yourself periods of time where you're actively looking at them. So you don't have to look at them the entire class but give it certain periods where you are looking at them. So give yourself, I would say, if you teach the class, uh, that's a 45-minute class. I say give you five-minute intervals where you're looking at the class exa- exactly. So you, it's five minutes when you tune into them, you look at them, it's five minutes where you're not necessarily, you're necessarily looking away like you're looking at the door, but you're also looking at, at every you know everything surrounding. So you might you might not necessarily be looking at them, but you might be necessarily looking behind them. Or in that area, in that, in that, uh, in that direction, rather right? than just looking straight at somebody, you know, straight at somebody, and then once you feel comfortable with that, you sort of, you know, sort of increase it, so, so, uh, by increasing that, you know, implement those smiles, start smiling at them, you know, during that time period, because nobody likes to look at just a stone-cold face, like, right? they're not coming for, for your face to just be looking Looking, uh, looking mean and, and having not having no emotion. So, look at each person. Uh, try to smile. Try to add in some of your natural charisma that you have. Cause that's one thing about us. We are, are very you know. Once you uh, once we feel comfortable with you, once po- both parts feel comfortable, you know we're very understanding, very approachable, very compassionate. So just use that to your advantage. So give yourself intervals every five minutes to look at the crowd. then uh it's, if that's the case sort of increase it but if that doesn't work then you can also decrease it like if five minutes is too much you know go down to four minutes or three minutes while you're looking at the uh entire place and one of the next tips I have is called uh I would say is take time out for yourself as well because uh As an introvert, you know, we draw most of our energy just from being, you know, more so uh, secluded. So that doesn't mean we draw our energy from from not being around people. We just draw our energy just from being secluded in the sense of that's where we gain our energy. We are in uh, in a setting where we can control it. We can uh, be able to process things going on. And from there, we're able to. After we get our energy, we're to, you know, go out through the world and do what we do best. So one of the biggest things is just know your limits. So know when you're going too much. Know when you're going too hard. Because one of the best things you can do for your people in the class is is to take out time for yourself. So so be able to uh, recharge your batteries. Because everything, you know, everything needs recharge This iPad I'm on, it needs to be recharged. This phone I'm on. It has to recharge at some point. Uh, you know, we get your car done, it has to, you know, take time out to get checked up, make sure everything's going good. Uh, everything, everything in life needs to be recharged at a certain point. So you would do the same thing with yourself. So you couldn't you can't just be going, you know, fast paced every time, but then you're gonna eventually you're gonna burn yourself out. So definitely take out time for yourself. I would suggest the best time to take time out for yourself for teaching, uh, classes would be before classes. So like before classes, like before you teach, take out 20, 30 minutes, just collect yourself, whether it be either in your car, actually can listen to music, you can go outside for a walk, uh, depending on where, where you're at. Uh, go for a walk, get a little sweat in, maybe talk to somebody too, maybe talk to your spouse and significant other. Uh, a grandparent a friend for you know 10 15 minutes uh, listen to some music maybe talk to somebody else not necessarily that's in your in your class but it might just be something somebody you see at the uh, you know at the cash register at a grocery store at a Walmart uh, just anywhere and then just use that time period to just to relax you know recharge get yourself together that way when you come to class Fully loaded and ready to go So you have all the energy in the world Because you took you out that time for yourself To be able to recollect your thoughts And get your mind state uh, ready for class period So that's one of the one of the biggest things actually So especially too if you know You have a pretty challenging day ahead Because I know a lot, a lot of good exercise instructors They teach uh, I know a couple, couple of them actually They'll teach from sun up from like 7 in the morning all the way to about 5.30 at night so they constantly going in and out of you know of cities so they might be in Murfreesboro that evening but in that morning they might be in Nashville so they might be there all day get like maybe an hour or two rest period and they back you know in Murfreesboro doing two or three more classes so being able to take that time out for yourself is, is very much crucial very much day, especially if you know you have a big day coming that next day, or that day up, up and coming, you know that you got you know, four or five classes, or you got one or two classes. You need to take that time out for yourself to, to be able to be mentally prepared to uh, accomplish that task. Because you know, at the end of the day, you are here for those people. You're here to, to help them, uh, give them laughter, give, give them something that they didn't have when they entered that class. That's one of the biggest things. You are giving them something that they didn't have before they entered that class. Good thing about it is only you could give them that in that class period. You know, you the only one in that class period for that forty-five minutes, that time period, thirty minutes, forty-five, an hour, an hour thirty, whatever that may be. You have that power to help them out through that day. Whether they might be going through something, you might be going through something. But the fact is, when you, you're with them in that setting, it doesn't matter because you got that music going, you're getting that blood pumping. you guys are working out, having fun, moving your bodies, trying to live, you know, a healthy lifestyle. That's amazing. It could be amazing, amazing things. So basically, this is part one. So what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to make a part two uh, next time. Because I do have some some more tips. But if this podcast was helping you, please leave it below. Please leave it uh, a like in the comments below write down you know two or three sentences about how this podcast helped you or any other questions that you might need in the future so anything I can do to help you guys out any podcast uh, episodes you want me to do put them in the comments other than that man you guys take it easy be blessed be 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 beautiful have a good one